Hello, guys. Welcome back to the Lift, Nourish, and Thrive podcast. I hope you are doing well. Um, So this is a bit of a um, business and life update and just wanting to share with you guys uh, what's been on my heart and what's been on my brain the last few weeks. So recently on my uh, Instagram story, I shared that I would be setting out on a weight loss goal, and I'm really excited about this because, as you all know, I've been through a lot in my weight loss and fitness and health journey, and it first set out in 2011. As you guys know, uh, if you don't know, quick little recap, uh, I had gained a lot of weight in college. Uh, just through your typical college lifestyle. And when I lost that weight, that's actually what developed my interest for health and fitness and personal training and and things like that. Um, So as I went on about that journey, as you all know as well, I started to really struggle. I struggled with um, my body image. I struggled with binge eating and emotional eating, and it led to an eating disorder. Uh, I had basically like a really hardcore all-or-nothing mentality with my weight loss and fitness goal. And when I was on track, I was on it. I was eating perfectly clean. But then when I was off track, I was binge eating in secret. I was calling myself a failure. I was starting over every single Monday. And that's literally what um, fueled the struggles that I did have. And when I started to overcome those I think it was about like seven, eight, or seven years later, or however long it was. Um, you know, it was really, really hard, and I went through a lot to have to overcome that. I had to learn a lot. I had to rule out a lot of the BS that I had learned uh, earlier on in my fitness journey, and I had to learn the facts involved. And it was really, really, really fucking hard, as you guys know. And, and that's what really just um, allowed me to ultimately overcome the struggles that I had and and now be able to be in the space uh, professionally where I help other women do the same, right? And and I went to school, I got my master's degree in exercise physiology, and uh, I worked with so many people in person before transitioning online. And, uh, you know, I've been through a lot personally and professionally. And uh, to be in this new space of being in a weight loss journey has really, really been satisfying to know that now I'm going to be putting into place everything that I've learned, right, to prevent what happened to me in the past, allowing me to not have to go through that now, right, all these years later as a grown woman. Uh, so I'm really I'm excited about that. And over the last few weeks, uh, at the end of this week, um, I have figured out how many calories per day I'm actually maintaining my body weight at before putting myself into a calorie deficit. So from a nutritional side of things, this is really, really important and is something that so many women do not do when they initially set out on their weight loss goal. Um, Basically, women have the idea that when they want to lose weight, they're just going to slash calories by cutting out the carbs or cutting out the junk food. Um, And they do so in a really drastic way, and maybe they get results for a short period of time, but then when the cravings start to pick up and they gain the weight back and they start to struggle – it can feel like this never-ending battle of always getting on track and getting off track. And that's why when you do set out on your weight loss and fitness journey and you decide to start cutting some calories in order to lose weight, because in order for you to lose weight, you have to be in that caloric deficit, you want to be doing so in a smart and sustainable way. And you want to basically know where your body is at, right, before you start 
making those adjustments with your calories, right? If you have no idea where you're starting in terms of your current calories, right, and how much you're eating to maintain your body weight at, you're going to be basically going into it with a blindfold and basically hoping for the best. And I am a huge advocate on being well-educated in that space, especially for my clients, because I want them to, yes, make the smart and the sustainable changes, but I want them to be able to get the results and then be able to keep them, right? So over the last few weeks, that has been what I've been doing, and I've been in a really great space to start to create that calorie deficit now that I know what I am currently maintaining my body weight at. And the whole point of dieting, ideally, is to try to diet on the highest amount of calories possible. Yes, you want to be in a calorie deficit, but most women believe that they have to be eating 1,200, 1,300, 1,400, 1,500, and not any more than 2,000 calories a day, um, and that is completely false, right? So ideally, you want to try to cut calories on the highest amount of calories possible, ideally, so that you can make really easy changes and not have to make them so drastic in a way that you cannot stick to it, right? So now that I have figured that out, I said to myself, okay, I'm going to start cutting calories now that I know this, right? And I'm going to do so in a really easy way. There's no pressure around it. I'm obviously not going to be cutting out any of my favorite foods or anything like that. Um, but as this was all happening, right, uh, at the end of last week, as I was kind of finishing this up, beginning of this week, I got some really bad news. Uh, I got some news that my parents were exposed to covid and when I got that news, I literally felt my world crashing down because my parents are my world. I love them so, so much. I would do anything to try to protect them and provide for them in a way that they provided for me my entire life. And when I got that news, I I just wanted to know that they were going to be okay. And, and my dad had gotten a test and it was negative. And my mom was being very stubborn about going to get a test. And she was very concerned about my dad because he does have a lot of pre-existing health conditions and immunocompromised and all of those things. And I just wanted to know that they were okay. And when I started to feel these feelings of worry for my parents, I started to disassociate from myself a bit, right? I started to try to distract myself from the feelings that I was feeling and the emotions and the worry and the anxiety. And I was doing so by scrolling TikTok mindlessly, more than I already do sometimes, right? I did so by emotionally eating fucking Pizza Hut breadsticks from Target that literally were stale, right? And I'm sharing this with you so that you guys always know that I am real and I am a fucking human. And yes, I am a professional at what I do, right? And yes, I have helped and continue to help so many women on their health and on their fitness and their weight loss journeys, but I'm human. I am so human. And it's really easy for me sometimes to resort back into those ways for comfort when I'm struggling to put into words how it is that I'm feeling, right? And when I did that, you know, ironically, you know, years ago when I would emotionally eat or binge eat, I would call that episode more definitely emotionally eating because it wasn't like a severe excess amount of food, Um but when I would struggle with that in the past, I would feel so horrible and so guilty. Like, how dare you just emotionally eat to cope with what it is that you're going through? You know how to cope better than this. You shouldn't be doing that. And I just kind of let it 
happen. I just kind of experienced it and I let it go because deep down I knew what I was actually feeling and I was actually aware of the feelings that I did have despite me wanting to suppress them, right? Um, and it was a really, really challenging moment. And my husband, when he saw the box, and I didn't hide it like I used to either when I got home, he said, oh, oh no, like you emotionally, like what's wrong? Like that's not like you to come home with fucking breadsticks, right, and, and a box of them and to throw them out. And I shared with him, and, and, you know, his first reaction is to be like, are you okay? Like, don't do that. Like he meant well, but at the same time, I was already at peace with what I had done and I had already moved on from it, right? Because deep down I knew what it was that I was actually trying to feel with those breadsticks in that moment, right? And it was really empowering for me to not shame myself and not make it mean something about myself, but instead allowed me to understand myself on that deeper level even more, right? Because at the end of the day, my relationship with myself and my mental health is so, so important. And that's something that really means a lot to me. It's really important for me to be very self-aware of how I'm feeling, especially when emotions are heavy, right? Or if I'm physically feeling tired or run down. And something that um, I have learned, especially within the last year, is when you're having moments like this, stop and ask yourself, what do I need right now? Not what do I think I need, but what do I actually need? And you're going to find that often what you think you actually need, sometimes you don't need. In that moment, I could have said, you know what, I could have went to the gym to, to, to work out some of the emotions that I was feeling, right? And for me personally, sometimes the gym does not make the emotional things that I'm feeling any better. It's a way for me to kind of block out the emotional and the mental with physical, and yeah, I feel the endorphins, yeah, I feel a little bit better for, for moving my body. But often when the emotions are really, really surfaced in, um, like, my feelings, right, and what I'm going through, that's the last thing that's actually going to help make me feel better. And you may be different than that, and that's fine. But I'm just encouraging you to really sit and ask yourself, what is it that I'm actually feeling, right? And what do I need right now? What, not what do I think that I need. But what do I genuinely really, really need? And for me in those moments, it's stillness, it's calmness, it's laying with my heating pad and a candle next to me with some Zen music. It's to be home with my husband making dinner and having hot cocoa, right? And literally to do nothing. As hard as that is for me to do, I'm very, very go, 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 right? That is often what I actually need. And as this was also going on, um, as I got done launching the coaching intensives that you guys uh, learned about, and I was so happy that so many women joined me in this um, experience, and so many women are now working with me in this arena, right? Um, and I ideally and theoretically speaking had the most successful launch that I ever had. It was the most organized. I felt the most confident. I was doing a lot of things within my business and with promoting the intensives that were correct and awesome and right. And I utilized so many different factors in business that are important when you are, you know, talking about a new product. And from the business side of things, it was fucking epic, right? And during it, I was really focusing on trying to manage my energy and not get too attached and not burn out. But at the same time, 
I didn't set clear enough boundaries with the hours that I chose to work. I was doing a little bit of extra work here and there. I was shutting my laptop late, scrolling late, uh, making content late that just would randomly inspire me, right? Um, and in with that moment, it actually caused me to burn out, right? And for about a week or so, I needed to detach from my business a bit. I needed to not go on Instagram and create content. It was enough, right, for me to be able to serve my clients. And that was basically all I was able to do. That's all I had the mental energy and emotional capacity to do because I was burnt out, right? I needed more sleep. I needed more rest. The thought of working out seemed way too daunting, right? And, you know, it was a really, really challenging challenging time because I'm also someone who feels as if they always need to be on and always need to be productive. And as a business owner and someone who owns their own coaching business, it's really, really easy to feel like you are always on. Um, so as I worked through that and I recovered from that, then I got, to hit, got hit with the news that I was also exposed to COVID, right? And I had some cold symptoms and, and I'm monitoring them and I got a test done on Monday and it was negative, thank God. Uh, but I'm still having these like lingering cold symptoms. I'm probably going to get tested again just to make sure everything is okay um, since typically I think the exposure time um, and when someone might develop symptoms ranges a bit. So I'm just going to probably get another test to be safe. Um, but then I was like struck with that, right? And in these moments, it's really easy to be like, what is me? Fuck, <laughs> right? What is it? But what is this trying to teach me, right? And the fact and what it ties back into is that there's no perfect time to ever work on anything within your life. Because life is always going to throw you something, and it's always going to teach you something that you don't really want to have to go through, but that you also know is going to help get you and teach you something about yourself, right? And when the more that you have that self-awareness, the more confident you're going to be, and the more likely you are to overcome some of these struggles that you do have, right? So when I set out this weight loss goal, I said to myself, all right, you know, there's no perfect time, right? Um, you know, how are you going to handle this with everything that you have going on with your parents and now that you're exposed? And now from a nutritional side of things, when you are very, very stressed out, right, and physiologically, when you are really stressed out, right, it's going to make losing weight harder if it's not managed, right, because um, the different hormones involved with being stressed out can alter your hunger levels, your response levels, everything like that, right? And from that physiological standpoint, it's not the most ideal time for me to reduce calories just for the sake of wanting to lose five to seven pounds, right? I set a really realistic, sustainable goal for myself in that way because that's not really going to optimally be what's the best for my body and what my body is actually going to respond to in an already stressed out state. So I can sit here and I can try or I can sit here and not necessarily put it on hold, but understand, okay, what is it that my body needs right now? And how do I want to approach this in the most safe way versus the most all or nothing way? And the all or nothing Julia that typically comes out will say, just do it anyway. And ignore that side of herself that says, you know, this really isn't the most ideal time until some of this stress dies down and subsides a little bit. But what can you do in this moment to still honor that goal that you set for yourself and not completely just say, I'm going to wait until it's completely over, 
but what can you still do in this moment to still keep that goal of yours in mind, but still do what's best for your body? And honor your body and respect your body versus forcing your body into something that right now it might really not ideally want, right? Because my body is healthy. I'm healthy, right? My body doesn't necessarily want to lose five or seven pounds. It's me. It's it's myself, but it's not my physical body, right? So sit there and always reflect and ask yourself that. And I wanted to share this with you all just to continue to show you that I am real and that I'm a human and that I will always practice what I preach, but I want you to see the real side of things because in this health and weight loss and fitness world, it's so fucking easy to glamorize our workouts. It's so easy to glamorize new scale weights and our food and our low-calorie snacks and our protein and all of these things, which are great, right? But... What about this stuff? What about the stuff that nobody talks about? What about the stuff that keeps you up at night, in a way, right, when you're, when you're struggling? What about the stuff that goes through your inner dialogue every day, right? That stuff matters just as much. And if you're not into that stuff, then you probably don't like listening to me, whatever, go on about your day, love you. But if you like these types of topics and you like exploring yourself, and being that self-aware, and you like becoming a higher version of yourself as you try to lose weight in all of these different areas, then I'm your girl. I'm the woman for you, right? I'm the coach for you. But I wanted to show this to you guys so that you always know that I am real. There is no perfect time. But ultimately, what truly, truly matters is how you're feeling about yourself and what's going on in your head and your heart. Because those are the things I also want to hear about. I want to hear about these things that you're struggling with. I want to know what goes on inside your head. And I know it's not easy to talk about, but I hope I give you the courage to talk about it and to face the feelings that you're having, right? I know it's really, really easy to not want to talk about it and just completely shove them down. Trust me, that's what I tend to do too. But ultimately, then you get to a place like this when you're just sharing, And you're not judging yourself for it. And you feel better. Right? And knowing that another woman can relate to you along the way is what makes this even more special. Right? So I always encourage you to really check in with yourself about that. Right? And also during this time, when I faced burnout in my business, I had to put the free coaching masterclasses on hold. Right? Because I was also launching a product and it was Thanksgiving and blah, blah, blah. Right? But um, as I was kind of working through this, I felt guilt for not doing that, right? So what would benefit you all the most, burnt out, stressed out Julia, or Julia who is able to take time for herself and collect her thoughts and be the best coach in order to help teach you the things that you need to succeed with on your weight loss journey and fitness journey in the most sustainable way? and allow you to develop more confidence with yourself along the way. When I feel my best, I am the best coach. When I'm not, I'm not doing my clients any good. I'm not doing you any good. So always sit there and ask yourself that too, is is how I'm feeling doing anything for the people around me, positively or negatively? How is this also going to possibly impact them? And it's really easy to be superwoman and feel like you always have to be on, right? And you always have to be there for other people. But you also have to be 
there for your fucking self. If you're not there for yourself at the end of the day, how are you ever going to be able to hold the space for other people without some type of resentment? You guys know what I'm talking about, right? You know, for instance, I will give, give, give to my husband until I'm blue in the face. I love him more than anything in this world. I would die for him, right? But you know that resentment that builds up when you keep doing the dishes after he says he's going to do the dishes and then you're just like fucking ready to blow up when he doesn't do them? Right? That's what I'm talking about. And I really hope that listening to this very honest expression of what it is that I've gone through over the last few weeks and how I'm using it to continue to learn things about myself, to be the best self that I can be, right? to be the best coach, all of these things, helps you feel better about yourself and what it is that you might be going through and knowing that you're not alone. Right, 2020 has been a very, very challenging year. Right, we've been forced to isolate ourselves. Um, we've been forced to worry a lot more than normal. We've been forced to not maybe see our family or our friends as much. So knowing that somebody else is going through what you're possibly going through too is really comforting. And I want you to know that I'm here for you and that that's okay. Right. And if this has related to you at all, please send me a DM on Instagram or on Facebook through Messenger. I would love to know how it's helped you screenshot it if you listen. And as always, you know, my mantra is I'm helping you lift, right? I'm helping you learn how to feel nourished and be nourished. And this episode corresponds with learning how to help you thrive. That's why thrive is a huge uh, pillar of my business because those things matter, lifting, feeling nourished, eating enough food, all of those things matter. But I also want you to ultimately feel what it feels like to thrive and to work through the hard shit that will ultimately allow you to thrive in the most confident way. So thank you so much for listening to my little rant. I love you. Let me know if you can relate. Let me know if you enjoy these types of episodes. I always appreciate your feedback. And I will talk to you later. Bye.